Welcome to the Call Connect podcast. My name is Taylor Hodge. I'm the host here and also the worship pastor here at the Call Church. And I'm Ed Berengel. I'm the co-host and also the youth pastor here at the Call Church. And we are super excited for this sweet intro. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Call Connect podcast. We're super excited to be here. Uh, Happy to have Ed here doing this with me. Um, Ed's a good friend of mine. He's our, as you heard in the intro, he's also our youth pastor here at the Call Church. Um, And uh, yeah, Ed, how are you feeling about this? Man, I'm excited. This is actually my first time ever being asked to do a podcast. I've listened to some of them and, you know, now I get to be a part of one. This is awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, what are you really expecting? What am I expecting? one. Really, I'm just expecting to uh, be real with people on things on my heart, things on your heart, um, things that we're learning about God, about life. Sweet. So, yeah, I just want to start by saying that there's zero room for error. Oh, gee. <laughs> Obviously, that's a joke. But hey, whoever is listening right now to our first episode, um, we just want to say welcome. We're really glad and we're, we're actually really happy and we, we just want to say thank you for tuning in and listening to this with us. Um, it's almost like we're sitting here uh, with you guys as an audience in front. We are it's actually kind of fun. sitting here. We're sitting here in our yes. office uh, doing this. There's nobody else here. It's almost like we're talking to ourselves, so... Sometimes it could feel kind of weird. Yeah, the chairs are comfy, though. The chairs are comfy. Um, but hey, listen, since this is our first one ever, um, I do just want to take a few minutes and talk about um, really what the heart behind it is um, because I've I've had a lot of people ask me about that. Um, I, and I don't know if you had anybody ask you about it yet. We haven't really announced it at church just yet. We did announce it on our Facebook. If you're not, um, if you haven't liked our page yet on Facebook, please go and do that because we post a lot of info on there. A lot of reminders, some upcoming events and stuff like that. So um, it's just a great avenue to stay connected here, uh, just with the Call Church. And now since we're doing this, also to stay connected with the Call Connect podcast. So mm-hmm. um, really there's there's three main deals. There's three main goals that we have here with this podcast. Um, first and foremost, and probably the most important um, out of all three of these, is we want to share the gospel. Awesome. I mean, that's what we're about here at the Call Church. We want to share the gospel with people. We want to, we want to see people's lives completely transformed and completely turned around um, by the love and the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ. And so, uh, that is number one for sure. So we're actually going to do this right now. Um, if you're listening to this and you're maybe not a believer, or if you're kind of on the fence of believing, or you want to give your life over to the Lord and you're just not really sure, you're not really confident, I just want to say the whole heart behind the gospel is that God sent his son Jesus Christ to this earth to pay for sins that we all committed and that um, that we could never pay for. It says in scripture that the wages of sin is death. And so with all of us being sinners together, uh, what we deserve truly is death. We, de- we deserve eternal separation from God. Um, and God knew that. God knew that we messed up a bunch. And so he said, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send my son, Jesus Christ, and he's going to pay for your sins. He's going to, he's going to live a life, um, that is, uh, humanized. He is going to be fully human and he's going to be fully God. 
um, and he's going to walk among us and he's going to teach us and he's going to love us and um, and convict us. And so that's exactly what he did with his uh, little over 30 years of ministry here uh, on this earth as he did all those things. He loved us and he taught us. And um, and ultimately, if you know the story, uh, he gave his life for us. He died a gruesome death. He was mm-hmm. flogged. Um, but he didn't do that for nothing. He didn't do that to just necessarily prove a point. He did that out of pure and honest and the truest form of love for us um, to save us. So just as we uh, deserve eternal separation from God and just as we deserve death from our sin, um, Jesus pays for that debt. The blood of Jesus Christ pays for all of that sin. And so now, because of what he did for us on the cross, we have um, the offer of an eternal relationship with God. Um, We can be one with him and we can be in his presence constantly. And so that is the beauty of the gospel. And that is what it's all about. So, Ed, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I'll I'll just say um, a little bit of my personal story. I did not know this gospel that you guys are hearing. And maybe for some of you, it's the first time. Maybe you're at a point in your life like I was where basically um, I have been living my life a way that I I knew was wrong. Um, I didn't need to actually, I didn't, I didn't read much of the Bible, but just internally I knew it was wrong. But I came to a point, um, I remember sitting in my room and I just kind of called out to God and I just said, hey, if you are who you say you are, like you guys heard today from Taylor, that Jesus, you know, paid the price and he died and forgave us of our sins. If, if you are who you say you are, Jesus, then come into my heart, come into my life and change me. There's no one else in my room at that point. In fact, um, I was 13 years old. And, uh, after I said that my dad came in the room, um, because I had been caught shoplifting uh, and he picked me up from the store and nice. Yeah. And then he said, did you learn your lesson? And I said, yes. And he said, great. You're grounded for three months. So, um, not to say it's all rosy after you decide to accept Christ yeah, and believe absolutely. in him, <laughs> but definitely when I heard that message and it clicked for me and I'm praying that whoever's hearing this, that it's clicking for you, that it's making sense in your heart and mind and it's personal because that's what it was for me. And um, since then, man, I've just been trying to follow follow God, follow Jesus there. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and that's very true also that it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think, or not a lot of people, there's, there's I would say many people think that, um, you know, if, if their life is just in the pits and it's just the worst ever and they accept Jesus, I think a lot of the times people expect everything to just be all perfect and good. Um, Mm. where in some cases, you know, that's true. Um, God totally has the power to completely flip somebody's life around. But I think, um, maybe a little bit more often we see and hear about how, I mean, even for me personally, um, there was a lot of stuff that I went through that I had to, to get over and some of the Mm. stuff that I'm still getting over. Um, and it's really hard. It's hard to follow Jesus. That's the truth. (laughs) It's not easy to follow Jesus, but it is totally 100% worth it. Yeah, and I'll tell you, um, being grounded three months in the summer <laughs> um, puts uh, my put my faith in Jesus to the test. <laughs> um, 
So I, I had to then begin uh, living it out and um, showing that faith to my family. And, um, you know, I, I hope I did get a chance to do that for them. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's our first one. And the most important, like we said, to share the gospel. That is the number one priority of this podcast. Um, since we have Ed here, um, as Ed mentioned already in the in the intro, he's our youth pastor here at the Call Church, and and we just hired him on um, was your June first, right? Yeah, right in there. June first, so he's been here for a few months already, and um, since we have him here, Ed's going to be on on hopefully. I mean, if he's available, he'll be on every episode with me here. Um, mm-hmm. But since he's here with us now, I I want to open the mic up to him and just let him share a little bit about his ministry here, what God's been teaching him throughout the few months that he's been here already, um, and uh, how God is working in his ministry and working in him personally, and and uh, really what his whole heart behind it is. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. I am very, very thankful to be here, uh, to be a part of this church family, to um, share office and a friendship with Taylor here. Um, and yeah, God is teaching me a lot. I don't take it lightly, what he's called me to, but I also take it with a lot of joy because it brings me a lot of joy. Um, before I got here, I think something God was preparing me was just the fact that ministry, serving others, isn't a one-man job. Uh, there's only one of me, and there are many, many students to reach and families and God was just preparing me, and he's continuing to teach me this, of just working with a team and that he is the one that equips me and leaders to do his work, not my work, but his work with the team that he's provided. And so I'm really blessed. I just uh, want to thank all of the adult volunteers and parents um, and families that have helped me even since I've gotten here. Uh, for events, but also just on a regular weekly basis for our Wednesday night um, youth group and then also Sunday morning junior high. I meant nothing that we do here as uh, the church and through the student ministries could be done without a team. I mean, you think about Jesus, though, right? (laughs) He wasn't a one-man band. (laughs) He literally, first thing he did was went out to find his disciples, to find people that would fish for people and so that is weird to fish for people yeah i feel like usually you just fish for fish usually usually and i was just sharing this with the students (laughs) sorry (laughs) this uh sunday how the fishermen that was their life and when jesus was in their boat it overflowed with fish and he said there's something even greater than this there is first and foremost First and first for, and foremost, first and foremost, first and foremost, Jesus Himself. Mm. Just to have Him in your boat in your life—that's the greatest thing ever. And then, secondly, there's a new mission that we all have, and that's to fish for people. That's to invest in people's lives because yeah. their souls matter to God. So, yeah. all to say, in short, um, I am enjoying the journey God's got me on here <laughs> um, with the called church. And I'm looking forward to what he's got ahead, and um, and I'm blessed, truly blessed by the team that yeah. he's he's provided, and um, 
and it's just also a blessing to uh, my family here as well. Awesome. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that you're, or you said that you're, you're excited and you're happy and you're grateful for where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask, um, when you're not feeling that and things get a little tough, where do you go to? What place do you go to in your mind? What do you, mm-hmm. what do you do? How do you deal with that? Well, in honesty, when those battles happen, and I say battles cause it is a battle, uh, I sometimes fight, um, kind of going down a spiral of self-doubt, insecurities, um, kind of just uh, getting preoccupied by what others might be thinking of me or how I'm doing or um, what I'm doing. And so that's a real battle. And sometimes, so if I'm going to be honest and real, sometimes that's where my mind can go. Um, However, um, I would also say I'm thankful I heard this song uh, recently, just how God fights for your, for you and fights for your battles. And I feel like he many times has done that for me and has kind of rescued me out of those discouraging thoughts. Um, and so the one of the ways he does that is, uh, for me, oftentimes I'm, I'm a um, music person. So I'll just, you know, turn on, you know, my iTunes or uh, the radio and something about one of the the lyrics of a song starts to speak to my heart. And then from there, it kind of breaks down some of my walls, my insecurities, Mm -hmm. my fears. And then I'm even more open to reading God's word. And it just so happens. I think God's a pretty cool God that (laughs) the lyrics I hear end up matching something in his word. Yeah. That tells me about him and how he wants me to deal with my insecurities, my fears and my doubts and my discouragement. So Mm. That's um, cool. That's kind of usually the route it goes for me. That's cool. So you're saying you don't just open the Bible and point your finger and hope you find a verse. That uh, I've tried that, <laughs> but it usually doesn't match the song, so I got to go back to the song. I've done that once, and I, <laughs> I, I opened up to the Book of Judges and read about like somebody getting murdered. Yeah, or I just open it up and it's a just a bunch of lineage stuff yeah. of people's names that like, I can't oh, pronounce. Man, that, that really speaks to me, <laughs> man. That's funny. So, Well, good, Ed. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks. Um, what's something you're looking forward to in your ministry currently? Yeah, um, I was just hanging out with one of my um, volunteer leaders here, and we're just dreaming of ways that we can partner with the school campuses in meeting the needs that they have. Um, And I I want to share something about that briefly in the sense that not so much what we can do as far as going on their campus and starting something, but actually hearing the needs of the campus and then equipping students to make an impact on their campus with those needs by helping meet those needs. Whether it's helping pass out raffle tickets at a football game to maybe... Um, there's a, you know, a lunch for the teachers that needs to be provided. I just feel that Jesus was a servant and that's kind of the example we want to follow. Well, um, so that's kind of your heart behind the ministry, the ministry that God's placed you in, Mm -hmm. um, in your life, what, what brought you to that, to that point? What made you, um, be confident in you're calling to pastor students. What, you know, what happened in your life? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I'm asking you to share your life story. Um, 
but uh you know what what brought you to that place mm-hmm. yeah there are a couple uh pictures or experiences that pop in my mind right away um one i shared a little bit earlier just coming to know christ when i was 13 that was definitely a pivotal point so really in that time of my life as a youth having that shift I definitely believe has impacted my heart for reaching students um, for Christ because I knew that I needed to be reached and it changed my life. Um, the other one that comes to my mind was um, I was at some type of uh, conference. I think it was called Promise Keepers. It was like a like a father-son type of conference. Mm-hmm. Um, me not growing up with my biological dad and then um, also having a stepdad um, – that again, I was just wanting to be even closer to. Um, it was an interesting conference, but I remember at the conference, so this is the picture, there was this young, I believe he was probably like 21, 21 years old, uh, pastor. I believe he was from the East Coast, maybe somewhere in the Bronx, whatever. Um, but uh, he was a uh, uh, Caucasian guy in a very you know, um, ethnically diverse place. So he's kind of out of his place, but his boldness, um, when I saw him on stage for the gospel and, you know, believing that that's why he was there, um, to help change lives, I think inspired me. Hmm. And I was, I would think I was only 16 um, when that happened. And then the last one, I would say that, um, experience that I had that really solidified my heart for serving students and helping them know Christ is the fact that when I was going through junior high and high school, there was this outreach ministry called um, Campus Life or Youth for Christ. And they stepped into my world where I was at and loved me and provided things for me to, um, you know, have fun with with people that weren't doing destructive things and um, learning what healthy relationships could be like. And so for that reason... I think now it's kind of woven into my heart um, and my wives and, and our family to say, hey, what can we do to step into students' worlds to help them, you yeah. know, as they're going through life and mm-hmm. maybe needing examples of healthy relationships? Because I came from a broken home and I can't imagine how many more students this day and on campuses are coming from broken homes too. Yeah, sadly, there's, I think there's a lot more than than we're even aware of you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i appreciate your heart in that um i just think of of my kids when they're older you know Mm -hmm. like i want i want somebody who cares like that for my kids and somebody who takes them in and uh meets them where they're at similar similarly to how you were you were met with youth Mm -hmm. for christ you know and just hey i'm not asking you to come in here to our world and to change the way that you live just because we have a we have an image that we want to keep right mm-hmm. but no we're gonna we're gonna meet you where you're at mm-hmm. and we're gonna speak to you and we're gonna share what Jesus has done for you um, I think that's a really cool image to, and you know what it relates perfectly to what Jesus did for us yeah for sure you know yep literally stepped into our world <laughs> yep yep and he lived uh, he lived an absolutely perfect life and he invited us into that um, I don't know. I think of, I think of the the contrast between like some super smart professor or something, right? That that knows so much, that's so wise, but never wants to really teach teach you about the things that he knows or mm-hmm. she knows. 
granted that'd be a pretty bad professor because if you're a professor you're a teacher <laughs> yeah so but I think you get the point like somebody who has all of this wisdom and this knowledge about life and about life circumstances and but never wants to teach you anything mm-hmm. and then the other side of that is somebody like Jesus who also has all of the wisdom the godly wisdom all of that um you know, here's what you need to do for this life circumstance. Here's what you need to do for this life circumstance and, and all these different things. And at the same time, he's the most humble Mm -hmm. example of a teacher that you can get. Mm -hmm. You know, he knows all of this and he's like, come to me. I'm going to invite you into this time of teaching and I'm going to, I'm going to teach you everything that I know. Mm. And this is how, this is how you can live a godly life. And he teaches you it. And it's not just words. He teaches by example as well. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's a cool example. Um, cool that Youth for Christ did that for you. Mm-hmm. You know, stepped into your world, and that's awesome. Yeah. So, Ed, what's something that um, fires you up? Mm-hmm. Church-related or in just your personal life or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, in my personal life, I think some of the things that fire me up and just— uh, I would kind of come back to that word joy that brings me joy is uh, I have two little kid ones. I have a third one on the way, um, six-year-old daughter, four-year-old son, and then my wife um, is due with her third uh, anytime coming up. Mm, yep. <laughs> um, but this, the smile, the joy that, that kind of fires me up is when I just see them operating out of their joy. Hmm. What I yeah. mean by that is there's nothing that I, I there's times when I just, I'm just watching them and I can see this joy in their face. They're how, whatever they're doing, they're playing, but they're just operating out of that joy. And I have done nothing. I'm hmm. just sitting there watching. I don't have to tell them to do something in order to have this joy. I could see it <laughs> on their faces and hear it in their laughs. And, um, that brings me joy and that gives me just that that drive for life and to keep you know being a father and 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 one of the things i know that there's joy in my house here's here's one thing when i hear my Uh-oh. my wife singing or my, any of my kids just singing in any of the rooms you know without me in there i know it's a it's a good day it's a joyous day and i know there's something that they're that they're just enjoying in their hearts and it puts a smile on my face i thought you were gonna tell like (laughs) something about like when your kids hear toot oh that definitely brings a lot of joy and laughter too (laughs) for sure uh (laughs) me too (laughs) me toot (laughs) me toot (laughs) well awesome ed thank you for sharing that stuff um it's cool to hear i mean i already knew a lot of that stuff but it's cool to hear just a little bit more as you're sharing uh stuff that I haven't heard from you before. So um, I hope that that has been encouraging in some way, shape or form to you guys as listeners. And I hope God's speaking to you through this podcast. I mean, I don't, I don't know what that could be, but that's between you and God. But I hope that, I hope that you're getting something from this. I hope that at the very least that you feel encouraged, that you feel loved, that you feel noticed and cared for and um, because you are. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to our first ever podcast through the call connect. Yeah, thank you guys for letting me share how the gospel impacted my life 
And that's one of our main goals for the podcast here is to share the gospel, as well as we have two other goals that we're going to be sharing with you guys in the upcoming podcast. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. Yep, for sure. Stay tuned for that. And you can do that by going to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you can subscribe. That's the keyword right there. Subscribe to both of those so that way you don't miss a week. Um, because like I said, we're going to be talking about the other the other parts of you know what's behind the whole podcast, the heart behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we alluded to earlier on in this episode, we're going to be interviewing other key people and volunteers in the church. And so you're not going to want to miss out on that. And you can also go um, on our website at www.thecallchurch.com. Select the podcast tab at the top of the page. It's over on the right-hand side. Um, that'll bring you to the page uh, where we have all the info here regarding this whole podcast and, and even links to Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you can, you can get directly to that there. So awesome. That's it. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. Ciao. Bye-bye.